Cool. What's up, Monster Pop? Hey, Dan. So, where did you grow up? Um, I grew up in Montreal, Canada, and and maybe three years of my teen years, I was in uh, in uh, Orlando, Florida. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, word. That's what's up. Uh, where are your parents from? Um, both of my parents are from Haiti. I didn't grow up with my father, but uh, yeah, I grew up with my mother as the leader of the household. Word. Yeah. Were you born in Montreal? I was born in Montreal, yeah. Cool. Gotcha. Um, what got you into dance? Um, what got me into dance? Well, it, there's, there's um, multiple components or things that, that influenced me to, to be a dancer. The first thing would be my mother. My mother was a Haitian folkloric dancer, so I would see her uh, dance, uh, go to her dance practices. She stopped when I was young. I think I was like maybe seven or eight when she stopped. But in my younger days, or even younger years, pre like seven or eight, I would see my mother go to uh, practices, you know, and she was still practice a bit. Like she was at the end of her career. She was just dancing for herself. Mm -hmm. um, after that, my second influence was my older brother, uh, Dario. My older brother was a boogie boy of a, of a collective, a breaking crew called Illusion Breakers. Mm -hmm. And also, it's the people from that neighborhood. So, mm -hmm. in that neighborhood in Rosemount, there was this this place where there was um, like projects, like uh, apartments mm -hmm. uh, by the government. Where? I was like on the 18th Street, between 18th and 17th Street, between Belshaz and Rosemount. Mm -hmm. And then that block, there's um, movers, there's people from Illusion Breakers, but there was also mm -hmm. people from Tactical Crew. I was there from uh, that was there also mm. so um all those people influenced me to to dance wow. um that was my first approach to dance so that's mm. how i would say i started so i was saw dance but mm. i could say like around like nine or ten i started to try to like mimic my brother doing his movement because my mm. brother was a teen and he was you know dancing and stuff mm. what's the age difference uh six years oh, six wow. years so by the time I was 10, he was 16, so it was like mm -hmm. 9 and 10, he was like 15 and 16, and I was trying to imitate him, but even prior to that, me starting to like really wanted to like move, I would see my mother practice when I was a kid all the time, and sometimes trying to imitate her. Wow, like, awesome. Yeah. What does um, Haitian folklore dance look like? Haitian folklore dance is very connect is connected to Western Western dance. Mm -hmm. It's um, it's it's basically the continuation of Daomi culture, mm -hmm. you know, culture from, from Benin, Togo, and Ghana that migrated to the island Hispaniola, so that, that migrated to Haiti. Mm -hmm. So it's, 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 a, it's basically interpretation of the, the movement from that area mm -hmm. uh, brought to Haiti through, through slavery. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, and it's also connected to spiritual practice. Wow, yeah. dope. Does your brother still dance? My brother, my brother still dance. Uh, he does. Like I mean, mm -hmm. he still can get down for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, like put some music and he'll like he'll bust a wave. Eh. Like, lock, lock it in, boom, boom, and like do a wave and do a glide and like bring out his chest <laughs> and do things, you know. Uh, my brother still gets down. Even like I remember one day, like back in two thousand and seventeen. 
in like mid 2017. I remember like I was like you know I crossed path with him and he was just playing like acting as if like he was boxing and he was mm -hmm. doing just like kind of like ticking like boxing thing thing. I was like yo dude that's kind of cool you know. Yeah, this one's dope. So, yeah, my brother still mm. still gets down, but... Sounds like your whole family dancing. Yeah, yeah. He still gets down, but it's never been something that he he um, wanted to push either professionally or be out there. But he just, mm. you know, for himself, playing around, you know? We're dope, fresh. Um, so, can you name some of your inspirations for dance? Some of my inspirations for dance? That's a, that's a big question. Mm -hmm. Because then that's really broad, you know? Mm. Some of my inspirations for dance, for sure, a lot of my inspiration will, will come from the experiences that I've had, mm. like direct, again, mm. which will bring my, my brother, my mother in this, uh, certain movers in Montreal that I've seen, uh, Boom Beast that was, that was like, an inspiration for me when I was a teen, we're in the same crew. Um, I remember this dude, uh, Speedy from Montreal, he used to be an inspiration for me when I was younger. Um, and then it's like, then it would be different actors in the in, in, in the community, let's say of popping that like, like I know for a fact that I, was watching Bop and Andre when I was younger, Mr. Animation, I used to watch him a lot. Mm. Uh, like I saw a couple of footage of Domino and I was trying to bite that. <laughs> and, you know, uh, yeah, it's like it's like I, I feel like there was so much so many names for me to to put out there. Mm. You know, mm. just to think like that, you know. And mm. when I see the Montreal community, it's like there's a lot of movies in there that inspired me. Like Venom used to you know, like I had inspiration within my flow work approach, uh, mm. Namco and my weaving approach. Uh, mm. When I used to like be at Baseline Studios, there was like a group of kids and the owner, which is Frequency, like all of them. Mm. Uh, they used they used to inspire me, you know. And inspiration mm. is not just movement, you know. Mm. I mean, it's, I feel like it's a tough question because it would take for me to really retract from my early day till now, mm. and it would take for me to name. So many people. That's like a mm. that's a list on its own. Like it, it mm. would take a good moment for me to to answer that. But I have a mm. lot of inspiration for sure. Wow, word. Thank you. Yeah, that's cool. Um, how would you describe your style of dance? My style of dance. Mm. Expression, honesty, uh, animation, deep profound sensation um mm. micro large powerful mm. crackling mm. breaking not as the dance like breaking as things breaking um mm. funk ancestral meaning ancestors walk with me mm. Afro, Haitian mm. uh, descent, mm. Oogie Boy, Topping, Telling. I mean, I could go to <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to avoid like name of styles and mm -hmm. name of movement and just trying to find more like 
things that gives a theme or gives a uh, an idea, you know, to where my style is. But it will be around that, mm-hmm. you know. Cool. I see hot, like there's so mm. much things that we mix together. Yeah, right. having being cold, but like being able to burn with the coldness. Wow, dope. Very yeah. creative. Uh, what styles do you practice? What styles yeah. did you study? Um, style that I've practiced. So let me go back. Uh, I would say to the term of what boogie boying is, I was a boogie boy before, you know, like like in Montreal, you know, moving around. Uh, touched a little bit of dancehall, not too much. Um, I'm just trying to go chronologically. Uh, then from there, I touched a bit of breaking back in the day, so I did that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, hip-hop. I was part of Team Lock, the, one, of, one of the earlier locking teams in, in, in Montreal. Oh, wow. So I did a little bit of that, too. Mm-hmm. Then I remember falling into an era where I was really enjoying house, so that was like in 2008. I mean, I'm avoiding popping and all of that because it's, it's, it's a given, mm-hmm. you know, but just thinking about the other things. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember House, like 2000, was it seven? Like, no, more 2008 and 2009, maybe 2010, I was getting into that. And I was like with people like Rafiki, with uh, Goldilocks, with, with um, a dude called Benoit, a dude called Ali. So it was like three French guys and we were just like always dancing. We used to have, we used to have like somewhat of a collective that we call La Famille. So we used to like work together. So mm-hmm. I remember that. I really enjoyed that. I used to like go to house clubs a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, I mean, I've touched different styles, but you know, I haven't gone in depth per, per se in certain style. Like I've touched a bit of drinking, but I can't call myself necessarily a drinker. You know, mm-hmm. I've touched different things. Weird. Yeah. Wow. Sounds really diverse. Mm. Diverse background. Um, who were some of your teachers for popping? Teachers for popping. Um, I would say my brother, for sure. The first, my first wave come from my brother. First tape, first like stuff come from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say not necessarily being a teacher, but being an influencer, boom mm. beast. You know, so he wasn't a teacher, but he was more advanced than me, so he influenced me mm-hmm. uh, in certain ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we did, we went our own way together, doing things together. From there, I would say Fonda Fueno Powell, which was uh, the person that kind of brought the era of popping as we know it right now in Montreal, because there was an era before, the era that we know from 2005. Through him, is at the interim of Fon. Uh, Frank Boogie was brought to the city, so I would consider him as a teacher. Hitmaster Fish was brought at, in the city also, so he is definitely a teacher and a mentor that mm-hmm. helped me in my in my path growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Pop Tart, even mm-hmm. though I haven't spent I've spent only two weeks with him, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm talking about I was staying with him for two weeks, and, mm-hmm. and but that that two week definitely revolutionized my dance and it helped me a lot. Mm. Uh, I would say so far those are people that I could say that are sort of people I can pinpoint as teachers and I'm making mm. sure I'm not forgetting anybody I have people that have influenced me 
that have helped me in my path. Mm-hmm. Dario, my older brother, Fawn, Frank Boogie, Hitmaster Fish for sure, Pop Tart. Wow, cool. Um, Which communities have you taught in? Communities, meaning like uh, cities or? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have like a home base where you teach? Do you Uh, have a community where you've helped other dancers? The community I feel that I've invested the most of my time was definitely Montreal. Mm. That's for sure. Mm. Uh, In different generations. I mean, I remember... um, in my Boogie Boys days, um, came out of high school and me and Boom Beast went back to the high school the year after where we got out of, you know, we were done with high school. And uh, which brought dancers like Mimo, she's a singer now, but like, mm-hmm. she still dance. I mean, she still gets down, but they brought out Mimo, it brought out Victorious. Uh, I remember also investing a lot of time in the South Shore of Montreal which brought to the world Queen Tech, uh, which helped also other dancers, other movers from that studio, uh, which was a studio owned by Frequency. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember investing time too with, uh, I created like a collective called Kaiju and there's people that I was training. And in that there was, there was, um, there was Jonathan Morel from Sweden, uh, Ross, and uh, Alexandra and different other movements. So I've like the, the energy that I've put is a lot in, in my city. Wow. And I'm cool. Montreal, yeah. Nice. Um, who are some of your current students? Do you have current students? At, at, that, at, at this moment, I do not mm-hmm. think that I have specifically students, mm-hmm. but I would say there is people that I mentor or they will go to me for advice mm-hmm. and guidance. Mm. And I think teaching comes, it's like this, it's like you can mentor without teaching. Mm. <clears throat> you can mentor without teaching, but you can't, yeah, you can separate both. Mm. But you can also mentor and teach at the same time, mm. right? Wait. So um, right now I've been more mentoring than Mm-hmm. Than than um, than teaching. I've been like mentoring uh, people in my scene, mm-hmm. and uh, but I am looking forward to teach again, mm-hmm. and I want to go for. I want to go back to the community, mm-hmm. one of the communities that helped me in, in my career, and it's a community that's like that has a lot of blacks in them. Mm-hmm. In that community, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, it's in Saint Michel. So um, I want to go back to this community and teach kids. Uh, teach teens, uh, kids. Uh, that's more in that area I want to go comparatively to go like straight for dancers. Mm, Where yeah. dope. Mm. Um. So in comparison to, what's the Poppins scene like in Montreal compared to Toronto? Mm. That's a good question. Mm, it is different, but it's a good different, and I think both scene brings something something important to this Canadian heritage mm. of, of, of like dance and culture. Vancouver too does this thing. The difference, well, Frank Boogie's from Toronto. So like I said, Frank Boogie was one of, of my teachers through the interim of Fawn, and he also taught a little bit Fawn. So when I go back to this time, 
I know that like Toronto was already connected to mm -hmm. like the American scene when it came to popping, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, so mm -hmm. Frank, you know, of course, learned under Wiggles, under like all, the whole EB Camp, Sugar Pop, uh, so for so on. So that whole section uh, or approach of dance was way more solid mm -hmm. in Toronto when I was coming up. And I feel like in Montreal, we're trying to go more in a different route than the EB approach, mm. even though it was still an influence in, in our movement. I mean, it's the influence everybody in the world. Mm. But we were like more influenced by like poppers, animators, and, and different approach, like more like LA poppers and stuff like that, like, mm. like for more from that culture. And, uh, but still being influenced from the approach. So I would say that, that there's that in that history of the current scene as we know it now, mm. you know? Mm. But also there's a sec that, and then it kept going, it kept going, but there's a second wave too in Toronto that ha that was also solidly influenced or strongly influenced by the broke-up culture from Brooklyn. Mm. You know, when you think about the Moonrunners, you could see the influence that they have with either dancehall or broke-up and and, and like you know, like Caribbean flavor, and they've been influenced by that, which has created um, different movers such as like you know, I see connects, uh, I mean, small runners like I see connects, mm -hmm. uh, Snap, uh, Sean, you know, also being influenced by the turfing scene too, by in Oakland. So, oh. so yeah, Very this is different. what I'm able to to, to see, right. Mm. Yeah, it's very different. Yeah. Seems cool. Um, do you have any upcoming projects you have going on? Uh, well, Jack of All Trades coming up May twenty second to to May twenty six. Jack of All Trades is one of the projects. Uh, we are planning a funk and focus tour in China in fall. Mm -hmm. That's one thing, and I have ideas for a bunch of other projects that I'm keeping under wraps because it's like it's, it's like I'd rather have it like properly done and presented before I speak about them. But I have a couple of like either like creative and artistic projects that I have in mind that I'm trying to do right now. Cool, yeah. cool. Um well that's it. Thanks Are for you? yeah. Thanks for sitting with me and answering some questions for Preservatory. Okay. Um where can people find you if they wanna connect with you? They can find me at uh, monsterpop underscore Hi, if, well, my bad. <laughs> Mustafaf <laughs> underscore aka dot H-Y-A. So that's my Instagram. Cool. And also you can find uh, Jolt Festival. So G-O-A-T dot festival. That's cool. for Instagram also. Or find uh, Mustafaf aka Haya on Facebook. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Peace. Ryan. <laughs> hey, hey, hey.